Episode 58, Church History, Part 20. The Byzantine Eastern Roman Empire is fallen in the 7th century, just as the Western Roman Empire began to fall in the 5th century. The Arabs, descendants of Ishmael, captured Jerusalem, Syria, Egypt, North Africa, and a variant of lands, becoming a great superpower in the world alongside the Germanic tribes of Europe and the remaining Roman Empire. The Byzantine Eastern Roman Empire didn't lose all their land. And more importantly, they didn't lose their church in Constantinople. In the West Roman Empire, Pope Gregory had negotiated with the Lombards and paid lots of money allegedly to keep the church in Rome. And his missionary trips converted many to Christianity. And all of this will help protect the church. Even though the barbarians, the Persians, and the Arabs tried to get a hold of Rome and their church. They could not. And we believe the prophecy in Daniel 2 still had to be fulfilled. Now, Christianity in the 7th century began to morph into two forms. The first was Ionan. It was a practice of Irish monks who lived in monastery on an island called Iona in Scotland. The second form was the customs and the ways of the Romans. Alongside Christianity, you still had the foundation of the pagan worship because Pope Gregory said it's okay to keep their temples and to keep their structures. Just take out the idols and use the Christian symbols instead. In the Kingdom of North Umbria, which is now known as North England and South East Scotland, is the home of the Anglo-Saxons, also known as Germanic tribes. North Umbria is where the two forms of Christianity were battling, the Ionway or the Roman way. One day, the king of North Umbria is converted to Christianity by one of the monks sent from Rome by Pope Gregory. The king had learned the Christian way of the Ionan, and now he decided to follow the Roman way. From Pope Gregory's missionary team, Ionan and the Roman theology differed on when Easter should be celebrated. They went back and forth on what date should should Easter be celebrated on? Should it be the 14th day of the first lunar month or per the 84-year Latica cycle invented by Severus, a Christian writer of France? They resolved their differences by having different dates to celebrate Easter. We have learned that Easter was not a celebration that ancient Israelites followed or participated in. Easter centered around pagan worship of the sun and Nimrod's wife Ishtar, the goddess of spring and fertility with symbols of the rabbit and eggs. Now they have the Aonan Easter and the Roman Easter. Around 663 to 664 AD, at the Synod of Whitby, a meeting was held by the Christian Church of the Anglo-Saxon Kingdom of Northumbria to decide whether to follow Celtic or Roman operations. It marked a vital turning point in the development of the church in England. Britannica.com states, Though Northumbria had been mainly converted by Celtic missionaries, there was by 662 AD a Roman party, which included Queen Ianfield, Bishop Wilfred, and other influential people. The Celtic party was led by the bishops Coleman and Said and Abbas Hilda. Two accounts of the Synod survived in Bede's Ecclesiastical History of the English People and in the Life of Wilfred by the monk Edie. 
King Osbia decided in favor of Rome because he believed that Rome followed the teaching of St. Peter, the holder of the keys of heaven. The decision led to the acceptance of Roman operations elsewhere in England and brought the English church into close contact with the continent. Roman practice became the norm in Northumbria, which today the country is known as North England, a part of the United Kingdom. With the declarations of the Sinute handed down by the king, a process of Romanization began, which would take centuries to finally complete, but would have immediate impact. The significance of the agreement should not be underestimated. Formally, wherever and whenever these contacts between Celtic Christians and the representatives of the Bishop of Rome initially took place, there was conflict per the Celtic Church by Harding. Everything in the church's structure and the theological life would begin to change from this point. Even its geographical century moved as a result of the Sinude. York supplanted Lindisfarne as Northern England's spiritual center, and the conformist discipline of the Roman organization was at last supreme in all of England, per the flowering by Skirman. Following Whitby, the Roman mission in the Celtic world prospered and grew in force and influence. They introduced into the English churches many Catholic customs, with the result that the Catholic rite daily gained support and all the Scots remaining in England either conformed to it or returned to their own land, per beads cited in the Celtic church by Harding. Though the Roman victory was far from complete in 664 AD, at the conclusion of the Synod of Whitby, King Osria's decision had indeed signaled the beginning of the end for autonomous Celtic Christianity, spirituality, and the coming to power of the Roman Church in Celtic lands. In short, the Synod of Whitby confirmed the Romanization of British Christianity per Rosenberg, the West in crisis. The Celtic Church of the Germanic tribes in England would now become the Catholic Christian Church. Pope Gregory's missionary journeys paid off. You know, we've often heard of the stories of the many missionary trips Christians were taking throughout history to evangelize the world, converting as many followers as they could. But did we ever ask the question as to what was the conversion about? What was the actual message? Did it include the Torah? No. Did the teachings of the Old Testament prophets come up? No. Did they include the teachings of Yeshua? No. In 680 to 681 AD, the bishops of the Catholic Christian Church met again. The bishops of Constantinople and of Antioch participated in person, whereas the bishops of Alexandria and Jerusalem were represented by Byzantine appointees. Because of the Muslim conquests, there were no bishops or church authority in those areas. During the council, a letter by Pope Agato was read, which asserted as the traditional belief of the church that Christ was of two wills, divine and human. Okay. Monothelitism believed that Christ only had one will and monoenergism believed Christ had one energy. Both of these beliefs were condemned by the Catholic Christian Church. The Catholic Christian Church believed Christ had two energies and or two wills and that was the doctrine that could not be changed. But John 5 and 19 says, 
Then answered Yeshua and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. John six thirty-eight through 40 For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he had given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. John 8 and 28. Then said Yeshua unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. Yeshua did the will of his Father, period. There's no other doctoring or teaching needed. He obeyed his Father, and we should do the same. In the 7th century, the Western Roman Empire had been invaded by the barbarians and Christianity became more fragmented and more diverse. And even through the invasions, the Catholic Christian Church in Rome remained because the prophecy of Daniel 2 had to come to pass. The barbarians or Germanic tribes would control North Europe and through evangelism of monks sent by Pope Gregory, many barbarians converted to Christianity and accepted the Roman traditions. The missionary trips in the West kept the Roman church alive and thriving. In the East, the church maintained its structure and character as they continued to have a Roman emperor. The bishops of the Catholic Christian church maintained their allegiance to the Byzantine or Eastern Roman emperors. Many monasteries were established by the emperors. After the invasions of the Persians and the Arabs, the Catholic Christian Church of Constantinople still remained. A greater number of Christians remained in the East as developments in the West would set the stage for major developments in the Christian world during the latter Middle Ages. Arabs would gain control of land previously occupied by the Persians and the Byzantine Empire. They would take over Jerusalem from the Persians, and they would spread their intellect and message of the Quran. The message of the Quran and the Arabs bringing their message themselves would convert many followers from Christianity and other religions. Islam would expand beyond the Arabian Peninsula under the Caliphate. The Persians would continue their conquest of land, but were becoming weaker due to the ongoing wars with the Roman Empire. Let's look at Daniel 2. King Nebuchadnezzar has a dream that he doesn't understand, and he's asking around and demanding everyone to tell him what this dream meant. He asked his sorcerers and magicians to interpret the dream, but no one could do it. In verse 19, Yah reveals the secret to Daniel. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed Yah of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of Yah forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changeth the times and the seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what's in the darkness and the light dwelleth in him. I thank thee and praise thee, O Yah of my fathers, who has given me 
wisdom and might and has made known unto me now what we desired of thee for thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter so daniel goes to the king's men to inform him that he could interpret the king's dream daniel 2 and 25 then arioch brought in daniel before the king in haste and said unto him i have found a man of the captives of judah that will make known unto the king the interpretation Daniel was of the tribe of Judah, our ancestor, a man who followed Yah, prayed three times a day, a Judaite full of wisdom, a black man after Yah's own heart. No one could help the king but Daniel, the Judaite. Verse 31, Thou, O king, saw and behold a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. This image's head was of fine gold. Gold here is Babylon. His breast and his arms of silver. Silver are the Persians. His belly and his thighs of brass. These are the Greeks. His legs of iron. Iron is the Western and Roman Empire of the Roman Empire and the Roman Catholic Christian Church. His feet, part of iron and part of clay. These are the divided nations. Verse 34. Thy sawest till a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, and brake them to pieces. The divided nations will break into pieces. Then was the iron, Rome, the clay, divided nations, the brass, the Greeks, the silver, the Persians, and the gold, Babylon, broken to pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This is the dream. And we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Thou, O king, art a king of kings. For Yah of heaven had given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field, the fowls of the heaven, hath he given unto thine hand, and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. Daniel says, King Nebuchadnezzar, you are the head of gold. Yah is referring to. Verse 39. After all these shall rise another kingdom inferior to thee, or the Persians, and another third kingdom of brass, the Greeks which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom, the Roman Empire and the Roman Catholic Christian Church, shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things. As the iron that breaketh all these, shall it break into pieces and bruise. And whereas thy sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there should be in it of the strength of the iron. For as much as thy sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, Rome is mixed with other countries and nations. Divided kingdoms are mixed with the remnants of Rome, Japhet, and Esau. Verse 42. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken, appear to have it all together, but behind the scenes in shambles. Verse 43, And whereas thy sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, 
even as iron is not mixed with clay. Gold. Babylon. Daniel tells the king, that's you, bro. In 600 BCs, the Babylonians were the ones that drove us, the Judaite and the tribe of Benjamin, out of South Israel into West Africa. Babylon is out of Egypt, descendants of Ham. Persians are silver. Cyrus the Great and Darius, 500 BCs to the 300 BCs. They're known to be the Iranians. They captured the Mada or the Median Empire known as the Iraqis. We learned in the Japhet episodes that Mada is a son of Japhet, married an Israelite woman and lived next to the Israelites. So yes, Iraqis are half Hebrew and half Japhet. Third, the Greeks are the brass. They ruled from the 330 BCs to the 30 BCs, descendants of Japhet as well. Next in line are the Romans. They take over from the 30 BCs to now. Some say they began their reign in the 100 BCs. They are iron, descendants of Japhet. Their home church is Italy. Lastly, divided nations, which includes the US, Canada, Spain, Russia, Asia, Europe, Antarctica, Germany, and England. And there could be others as well. All of these places, the Romans invaded with their pagan practices and their religion. Also, Japheth's lot was to the north, which included specifically Russia, Asia, Europe, Germany, England. The Romans made their imprints and influenced many territories around the world, even bringing us in the slave ships from Africa to the U.S. and around the world. Verse 43 again, And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. You can see Rome all over these divided nations from centuries ago until now. Most of these people are all the descendants of Japhet and Esau. They will fight each other, turn on each other, fighting for control. Yah said that Japhet would enlarge themselves. And we know Japhet and Esau combined together. Everyone wanting to be in charge, wanting to be the ruler of everybody. Verse 44, and in the days of these kings shall Yah of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever let them thus fight destroy steal and kill this is not our battle verse 45 for as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold. The great Yah had made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain and the interpretation thereof sure. This battle is not ours. It is Yah's. As we seek truth, please seek truth with us. Please send questions or comments to info at truthwars.com or comment here. We don't claim to know everything. We just seek the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that knows everything. Let truth roar. Let truth reign. Let truth speak. And let truth set you and your entire family free. Truth roars. Truth reigns. Truth speaks. Truth sets me free.
please see a podcast disclaimer at truthwars.com.